This is Unapologetically Zeep, a podcast about life experiences, a few regrets, a whole lot of life lessons, and how not to give a fuck. Are you ready? Let's go! Hey, what's up? It's Zeep, and this is the first episode, the very first episode of my podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. And um, you know what? A little bit of a secret. I actually already had a different episode in mind or a different topic in mind for the first episode. And I pre-recorded the first five episodes of my podcast. But um, something came over me, like a realization came over me. And so I decided to just, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go re-record and redo this whole thing. Because this episode is um, appropriately titled, Starting Over, for a reason. And you'll know why. But before we get into the main topic of the episode, I just want to, you know, I'm not someone who's famous or anything like that. So let me just give you a brief introduction of myself. Uh, I go by the name of Zeep, well, at least on social media. And uh, I'm from the Philippines. I'm 27 years old. I just turned 27 last July. I am a Cancer. Um, and I am a proud member of the LGBTQ community. So there you have it. Now, um, before we get started in talking about like the main topic for this episode, I just want to, you know, um, be able to probably just talk about something random first. And I think I'm pla- I'm planning on starting every episode with something that's random, probably a little bit of a rant about things that annoyed me for the day. Um, but this one is uh, something different. It's uh, I-, I just want to address this because recently I got a little bit of heat because of my comment towards Kisses Delavine's bid for the Miss Universe Philippines. Um, I basically posted on social media that uh, I feel like she's a joke time. Um, in the Philippines, we say joke time um, as if like to... to. Well, it, it actually sounded like an insult or like um, it sounded like me, like I was bashing her. But technically, that wasn't the intention. I could have worded the post a little bit better and that I acknowledge and I agree with. But the intention of the post was not really directed towards kisses, technically. Um, I was talking about, like, she looks like a joke in comparison to the other candidates. But that's mainly because I think she had a team that were full of yes-men. And nobody actually ever told her, I feel like, and this is just my opinion, I feel like nobody ever told her, like, to probably take the year off and train and prepare. I feel like she prepared, but I don't think she's ready. That's the whole thing. And those are two different things. You can prepare for something and still not be ready. And you can prepare and be ready. And uh, by now, you we all probably know she didn't win. So I was kind of right with my opinion that she was like, you know, she's not yet there. Um, But... More importantly, the reason why I posted that is because I feel like nowadays people would rather be mediocre just to show up. Um, 
and I'm going to expound on that because I uh, I think I'm doing a very bad job at explaining what I mean. Um, so, you know, I remember the days where um, everybody was putting their best foot forward in everything that they do. Um, and that's, uh, for me, I would say, um, that's, so that's something that I really observed happening a lot because I used to be mediocre myself. Like I was someone in my younger years who didn't care a lot about what's going on. I didn't care about, um, especially in school, I didn't care about what other people would think of me, which is a good, which probably is a good trait to have, but I was very complacent. I coasted through the entire thing and um, there are some, you know, some things that if I wasn't, you know, if I wasn't passionate about a certain subject or a certain um, activity, um, I would just be mediocre about it. And, you know, just for the sake of, say, passing a project or um, getting the, a, a passing mark or whatever. So I'll just comply. And I feel like that's what most of the people are doing now. Um, they really are not, and especially for the younger generations, I feel like um, they're on, they are on the extremes. Like, it's either you're overly driven um, to the point of uh, you being toxic and driving yourself to the verge of breaking down every single day. And I know that firsthand because my sister is an overachiever. And she's kind of like that, where there are, you know, moments where she breaks down and uh, I keep on telling her nobody's pressuring her to overachieve anything um all we want is just to see her succeed basically um so that's one part of the extremes and then you could also be at the same time uh you could either be um someone who's just showing up for the party and expect a trophy um but that's not how life works at least that's not how my life works and um, if I didn't lose my mom to cancer, to be honest, uh, I, I don't think I would have changed. And don't worry, we'll get into the details of this um, in a different episode, like about my mom and about the dynamics of our family and how we lost her to cancer. Because I think that's a very important uh, part. And I feel like people, uh, a lot of people could learn from that experience. But going back to the to this very quick rant that I'm doing right now, the reason why um, I posted about Kisses is I feel like her team didn't do a good job in telling her the truth. And um, yes, it although uh, you know uh, uh, one person commented and and told me that uh, I was sort of bashing her because it was her dream and um, I didn't necessarily have anything to do with with her dream and why would I stop someone from achieving their dreams it wasn't me saying that she shouldn't join I said maybe this year was not the right year <clears throat> and that's all I ever meant that's all I ever meant about that and I feel like uh, going back to her team I feel like her team are full of yes men and um, her fans as well are hyping her up and the most important thing about life, I feel like, for you to become a better version of yourself is criticism. And um, it may sound harsh sometimes. It may hurt you. It may bring you down. But, uh, you know, criticism can sometimes make you the best version of yourself or oftentimes 
or maybe most of the time, it 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 helps you become you, um, or who you are, like the best version of yourself. So I don't know. I if I were part of Kisses' team, I would. <clears throat> Sorry about that. If I was part of Kisses uh, Delavine's team, I would probably tell her to uh, train more, like take this entire year to train more so that when she hits that stage, she wins. Because imagine, I personally, I do not want to f- be in the mindset of I deserve this, I'm good, I'm perfect when I'm really not. And I feel like that's what her team and the fans are doing. They're hi- overhyping everything, giving her a, a false sense of reality. And um, that will end up hurting her because, like right now, um, she didn't win. So she's probably there thinking, how come I didn't win? I was like the best, according to the people who, you know, according to the fans, according to the crowd, I should have win Miss Universe PH, but in reality, girl, you're 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 not at par with the you're not at par with not yet at par at least with the second runner up. <clears throat> so that's just crazy to me. Um and the reason why I'm talking about this is because, you know, the topic for this episode or for this uh yeah, for my first episode basically is starting over. And in 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 most cases, when you fall down, just like what Kisses um, has experienced, if you fall down, the good thing is that you can always stand back up and start over. Um, but I do hope that if somehow, it, magically, if this podcast that reaches her um, team or her, uh, if she listens to this podcast, which I don't think is even possible, um, girl, I got, I mean, you know, we, we are... I'm here for you. I mean, like, I, I support you. You just have to train a little bit harder and be more prepared because you. I would rather that you get hurt with harsh criticisms than be hurt later on when you figure out that you're the clown. You, you were the joke. People are laughing at you, not with you. So that's just it. But anyway, so much for that, Ryan. Uh, that rant but um let's go talk about the main topic i'll be right back after this quick break okay so let's talk about starting over um because you know in life we fall down several times and we pick ourselves up um there there will be a lot of times in our lives where we have to start back up and start from scratch and just hustle our way through whatever it is you know it can happen in your career it can happen in your love life and it can happen in basically any type of relationship or um anything that involves you and um the reason why well, this podcast itself, like this first episode, I started over, like I uh, previously mentioned, um, I have pre-recorded the first five episodes of my podcast, but I decided to just, you know, let's redo everything. Um, and one of the reasons why I thought about that is because I was, you know, lying down in my bed, feeling confident about the first few episodes of my podcast, and then I realized 
You know what? Um, October is a very special month because, well, October 2021 is a very special month because it marks the first year from when I had the worst breakup in my entire life. Uh, so just a quick, you know, throwback, a quick flashback of what happened. Well, basically, I met this person back in 2020. We dated for a little bit. Um, and we basically ended our relationship on a very sour note. <laughs> and um, I was really very devastated because we didn't have a breakup. It, we, we, we did not break up. It was, and, and as you know, if you've, you know, been in relationships, you know that it's very hard to move on from something that didn't actually end officially, at least. And so, um, yeah, so we broke up. No, no, we did not break up. We stopped talking. I was ghosted, basically. Um, this person was mad at me because, um, he had a rule in our relationship where, uh, that that we shouldn't be posting on social media about each other and to me i was you know this this is not right uh that's not right and to anyone who's out there and has that current rule in your relationship it's probably because the other person is cheating on you and just a tip or an advice from me never settle like never settle for that because um you can still maintain privacy in a relationship. I believe in this. Um, you can still maintain privacy in your relationship while at the same time being able to display it to other people. And I don't think posting a picture on social media or letting your friends know that you are dating this person is that bad. But apparently, um, yeah, he got mad because I brought up his ex who already passed away and that's my mistake like I, I acknowledge that that's very wrong of me to do but the reason why I did that is because we we had that rule in the relationship where he wants me not to post about our relationship on social media but then he posted about like his ex because it was like a his death anniversary or something um and I was not, I, I mean, I did not say anything wrong. I just basically said, I don't have any problems of you posting about your ex. But please allow me to post about our current relationship. Because, you know, just to be fair, um, if if you really think about it, how how do you think that makes me feel? Not being able to post about our relationship and then you're there posting about your previous relationship. And I, I, I told him that I... You know, I, I'm not comparing myself or I'm not trying to compete with that because you guys had like your own thing and you were in a relationship for a very long time. So there's no way that I can compete with that in any sense. But all I want is that all I want is to be able to celebrate our relationship. And that was our first month, like uh, the, the, you know, it that day when we had that argument, that was that marked the first month that we were together. Um, so a fight erupted. Um, not, no, not really. Um, we had an, a little bit of an argument and then the following day he stopped talking to me and that went on for about a month. And so that the, 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 
the day that I decided to stop talking to this person or to stop reaching out was actually is actually today, like today. Um, so that's the reason why I said, um, why don't we just, it, this feels right. Like the whole topic of starting over and starting a podcast and all of that. This is very appropriate and it's a full circle moment. So we're here, we're redoing this stuff. And um, that's just one instance of where I had to pick myself back up to start all over. Because I was really, like I said, I was really very devastated when that happened. Imagine loving someone. Um, or at least I thought I loved that person. Um, and then having, you know, the having, I feel like I had the best time of my life. So I don't really feel bad when I think about that relationship. Because I've had like the best experience, like the best adventures and all that. This was like the first time I was in a relationship where I was financially stable. Like I had a job, I had everything, I had my shit together. So um, when I think about it, it's kind of, well now it's a little bit funny. Which goes to show that um, no matter how many times you fall back up, like if you compare where you started and where you are in your life right now, um, you'll always see that there's a huge change, a huge improvement. And right now, I would say, thank God that that situation happened in my life. Because if it hadn't, I probably would be a a, a, a very weak person. And I'm, I'm, I'm someone who's really very thankful for all the challenges that come my way. Because every time I overcome a, a hurdle in my life, I... There's something in me that makes me feel like I'm a very strong person, like every single time. And, uh, you know, it's like, it's it's kind of like a validation that my parents raised me right. Like, okay, you got this. Um, and, and what's funny is that recently, you know, I was in a position where I had to pick myself back up again and start over. But this time with my career. So I've been working at a call center and you know it it's not one of those promising jobs where you have earn six figures and all of that but it was something that i was very passionate about um i didn't finish school first of all and i feel like it's very empowering to be able to work for a, a huge company that doesn't necessarily look at your qualifications like your credentials in school and all of that so to me, I was really very passionate about it. And this is the first time that I was passionate about a, a job, aside from, you know, a brief stint in um, content creation, which we can get into in another episode. But this one, I'm, I'm particularly passionate about because the movement um, on the on the career ladder was very quick. Like, there's a huge opportunity and a possibility that you'll get promoted in just a few months and stuff like that. So, and, and I was able to do that. I was recently promoted to supervisor and I was able to handle my own team. However, that's where the downfall started because um, just a brief background of me as a person. I, I'm someone who has experienced bad leadership, but also I, I'm lucky and fortunate enough to be able to work with people who inspired me to really step up and become you know, a leader myself. So I promised myself that once I become a leader, I would not repeat the same mistakes that the previous leaders that I've worked with has done. 
And so I think, to me, I was like very wrapped up in the idea of being the perfect leader that I sort of ended up not being one. And this is of, I'm I'm gonna be honest. Like this is going to be a um a vulnerable topic because um I was devastated when when everything I worked hard for came crashing down. Um so what happened was uh I found out that number one I was uh I'm short tempered. Number two I was the the very one thing that I promised myself not to do because I hated it when it was done to me was to sacrifice my people or to compromise or yeah sacrifice I guess is the perfect word sacrifice my people for like the performance and numbers and the results um so I forgot about that and kind of was a little bit harsh to you know, my subordinates. And um, I thought it was okay. It was fine to to be close. I mean, to be to be like that, to be in that way with them because we are like, we, we've developed. I thought that we've developed a relationship because I consider these people as like my, my family already. I treated them um, to, to night outs and um, we, you know, we ate. Uh, outside we, we we dined together in restaurants and it was my treat and I thought that was enough um, but apparently some people were not okay with the idea of me being um, friendly outside of work and then um, to be an entire diff- uh, entirely different person when we're at work like we are if it's work it's work and um, I expect results um, so yeah, uh, that didn't end well because uh, what happened was I got, you know, I got uh, escalated basically to HR for rude behavior, uh, which I say right now, um, honestly, to be honest, that was overinflated. That story was overinflated, but I guess I'll just have to learn from it. And I, I, I did learn from the entire experience and I know what not to do next time if I'm going to be um, in the same position. But more importantly, that was a catalyst of me um, starting to see like the, the workplace in a different lens, if that makes sense. Um, so I loved this job so much to the point of um, I had to, I, I didn't um, go on vacation that much. I would rather just work, work, work um, and power through. And um, when that happened and when HR's decision was to demote me or to put me back to like my previous position basically as a punishment, I realized that the company that I worked so hard for and the company that I loved didn't actually have my back because the not only was the story or the complaint um, overly, um, it, it was exaggerated to say the least. And um, all the good things, that's where I realized that all the good things that you do 
world can be erased by just one mistake and um there wasn't any chance given whatsoever and then i i found out that uh you know the the position that i was in wasn't a permanent one so they definitely the company could definitely like demote me and so that was devastating everything and on top of that i was already speaking to or talking to uh, i was well not really dating but i was trying to to meet other people and this particular person i really liked um our friendship or relationship or whatever you call it that was also um that was also crashing down like let's just say and it happened all at the same time and then add on to this one person who apparently hates me at work um he was one of my colleagues who handled the team that uh escalated me to hr and um he was also going around and basically just tarnishing my reputation and talking about me in a very a very bad way like i i was painted out to be a bad person basically all around and so i started hating the job i i hated it i it even came to a point where um i'm you know i start my day i'm fine i wake up prep prep for work and then the minute i step inside the office building there's a sudden shift uh in the atmosphere to the point of there's this one incident where i had to go to our company clinic because for all of a sudden i was having a very high fever and then i was advised to go home and in the minute like i was sitting in my car and um i was sitting there because i was trying to calm myself down before i you know drove home because i was advised to go home and then when i checked my temperature because uh the the car i mean my car has a thermometer i bring a thermometer with me when ever since to, uh, covid started i checked on my temperature and it it has gone down to the normal temperature so that's one of the what that's when i realized that this is no longer a good fit for me um the the work the job the company um i was no longer motivated to come in and that's partly because probably of the anxiety that i associated and the stress that i associated with the whole place um ever since all everything came crashing down on me um and this this happened just at the beginning of this year 2021 this happened in january i had to be suspended for 30 days because they were investigating it was not like it was a misconduct on my end um i was just really i was just i just had expectations that's all because i my mindset at that time was if i could if i could deliver like if i could work um regardless of whatever situation if i could come to work early if i could you know all of that if i could deliver what's expected from me i expect the people uh under me to be able to do the same and i think that's a fair expectation especially if you're giving your all and so it's just it's just one too many problems happening I have people under uh like one of my team members um coming in late all the time. There's another one that sleeps during his shift and there's another one that's just not 
that's just getting bad um, surveys or scores because, yeah, you know, if you're not familiar with the call center, the biggest metric or score that we have to keep up or maintain is our surveys from the customers that they're talking to over the phone. And, you know, there's just, I just came to a breaking point because I feel like I'm, I've been giving so much to these people and I was getting very little return. And um, I, I broke. I, there was this one horrible day. I remember it was January 9th. Uh, we were in a meeting and I was like at my breaking point and I just exploded. I really exploded. And, and this, I'm telling you this, not because I'm trying to uh, play as a vic, play the victim in the situation because I'm not the victim in any way. However, I feel like it's a very big learning moment for me and it might be a learning moment for other people. So that's the reason why I'm sharing this. And that day was the start of my downfall. So this, right now, this what I'm doing, um, starting over with my career, I would say 50% of why I had to do it in the first place was because of me. 50% of it is my fault to be honest. And I'm not shifting the blame or trying to, you know, point fingers to anyone. I own up to my mistakes. And um, I guess what I would like, or, you know, just thinking back on, on, on that part of my life, you know, a few months ago, I could have done things a little bit different. And um, it probably hadn't resulted to me having to quit my job and, you know, to start over in my career. However, I am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And now we're getting to this part of my life right now, the current, um, like the present. Um, now, if I look back and uh, what do you call this? Now, if I look back and, you know, see where I started... Um, I would say that I'm in a lot better, in uh, you know, a better situation now, and I think I'm thankful. Now I could say that I'm thankful that all of that happened in the past because right now I'm in a. My career is doing very well. Um, now I have a time to, um, you know, start a business. I've I've started uh, a few businesses, um, on my own. And um, now I have time to do this podcast. And it's uh, mind-boggling how, how things could be worse. Like you feel like the world is ending for you in one hand. And then how that could change in a snap the following day. I decided to leave my job in uh, June. I uh, submitted an, uh, an application. I submitted my resume to this tinier company without any expectations whatsoever, not knowing that this would be the best company that I've ever worked for. And I'm actually very happy because now I'm working with people that I trust, people that um, I know that will be there when I need help. I'm with colleagues that are amazing. Uh, 
my work environment is less stressful. I was allowed to work from home. And now I have, you know, all the time in the world to dedicate uh, to, you know, I have the time to dedicate to my, um, you know, hobbies that I've somehow forgotten when I was working. And by the way, the previous company, I've worked there for like two years and six months. So it's not really that much of a loss if you really think about it because I wasn't there for a very long time. However, two years for me was like a huge chunk of my life already. And in, 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 in those two years, I forgot about the things that I loved. I stopped doing the things that made me passionate. Um, you know, I, I forgot about the arts. I forgot about crafting. I forgot about um, my social media content creation stuff because I have a YouTube channel and everything was just so busy and now now today looking back at it i feel like it was a good decision to finally move on and just leave all the bad stuff behind because um now that it's in the rearview mirror i technically can see that it wasn't doing anything good for me i yes i was financially secured yes the the paycheck was really you know um, bigger than usual but then I was compromising and sacrificing a lot of things that I loved and now looking at the current situation I'm just in a very good space and um, I guess the bottom line of this entire episode is that sometimes you just have to number one trust the process number two believe that there is something better for you and number three no matter how bad your current situation is, you just have to keep pushing forward to be in a better situation. And if it happened for me, it can definitely happen for anyone. And so don't be afraid to start over. If you feel like you've already occupied the entire box, then break out of that box and find a bigger box to grow into. I think that's the... That's the best part about having to fall down and to pick yourself up is uh, that you have another opportunity to become a better version of yourself. And that's that's the lesson to all of this. And I think that's where I, I will end this first episode. Um, thank you so much for tuning in um, to my family and friends who have been supporting me in my career decisions and in my, uh, you know, when when I announced that I was going to do a podcast, they were, you know, the people that were there to cheer me on and encourage me. Thank you so much. And I know that you're listening. And um, yeah, that's it for today. And I'm looking forward to, um, you know, I'm looking forward for you guys to join me on the next episode next week. And uh, yeah, I will always be unapologetically Zeep. And you should always be unapologetically yourself. Have a good one. You just listened to Unapologetically Zeep, the podcast. Catch it Mondays, 6 p.m. on Spotify and wherever podcasts are available.